Time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast. I'm your captain, Jim Bob Shorts, and this evening we've got another one of these, you know, backlogged episodes that I had from the whole situation where my computer crashed. I do apologize to everyone out there, all of the guests that had to wait on their episodes, and all of you that have having been having to sit there and you know wait for us to get going again. But hey, that's why I've been dropping them left and right like I have been this week, just so that you guys can, you know, get get caught back up and get ready for the new stuff that we're already filming, man, because it's already gonna be some good stuff. Got some great things coming as we're moving along as we're moving ahead. So can't wait to share these things with you guys, man. This is so good. Just like I couldn't wait to share this episode with you guys. I do want to apologize and because I made a mistake and got two dates backwards because this one actually precedes the one that I released yesterday. This one was with a really awesome fellow that is the host of the Hidden Gateway podcast. His name is Justin Williams. Yes, Justin Williams. My apologies. This dude was a blast, man. Um, Neptune and uh, Bandit joined me for this one, and we got into a deep dive. This one will not be on YouTube, unfortunately. Even he said we knew we weren't going to make it to YouTube, but we were talking real hardcore about some popular subject matter that's going on from you know some child trafficking things to human trafficking things just in general and you know kind of like the shadow government and you know just this this was a really good episode we had a very good conversation i was very grateful for justin to come and join us he seems like a really super awesome guy he's had you know some great guests on his show too and i follow his instagram so i'll that will be linked in this episode, of course, and and his other stuff as well, because I want you guys to get back to him, because I think he's a super awesome guy to keep up with and pay attention to, and he's always telling you some really smart stuff, and I like his style. So I hope you guys really like this ep- episode, because I, I think this was a very, you know, very fun episode to film. So, of course, anything that I can scrounge up from the episode that we talked about, because we were again kind of filming on a leg. I was definitely on my phone for this episode, so I do apologize for my quality. Thankfully, everybody else's quality was recorded in the cloud, so it's not terrible. But, um, you know, we, uh, 
I'll put all the links you can get back to Justin and maybe a little bit of the stuff we talked about as well as his Instagram and stuff where he's, you know, most pop most active at for sure. If you, if you are following him or if you would like to follow him, of course, you know where you can find all of that good stuff. You guys know where I'm going with this, man. You're going to be able to find it right over there at your favorite website online, unconstitutionalawakening.com. Man, there's always some good stuff going on over there. I've been up there every little day putting up these new episodes past few days. I'm about to update some of the page on the site and stuff when things move forward a little bit. Y'all, I got some treats planned up for you guys, man. And again, you guys got to remember, we do this all for you. Like, y'all are the only reason we came back. I promise. <laughs> so while you're over there, you can find links to get to where you can watch us. You can get to where you can listen to us. You, you can listen right there on the website. Get yourself some sweet UA merch. And you guys know what it means, man. You go check out our friends over there, Kirk Elliott, Peachy Key Creations, Ammo Can Survival, Brett Pike with Classical Learner and Homeschools Connected, and Pure Pet Wellness. All these folks are offering things that aren't corporate owned. You know what I mean? Like, bro, corporate corporations don't care about you. Like, this is something you got to put in your head and remember. It's very, very real here. Like, they're only looking to make a buck. That's why things are made so cheaply now. And all everything's shipped back out from overseas because the labor's cheap because they don't want to pay you what you're worth. Like just put that in your brain train of thought, man. These are real real issues, real things that we need to move forward and try to find a way to fix. And maybe we can come up with some answers here. Who knows? But I'm just gonna shut this trap here and let's weigh anchor and get on this episode because I can't wait for you guys to check it out. And good evening, everyone. As I was telling you guys, we are this evening. We've got the host of the Hidden Gate podcast, Justin Williams. Man, I've been actually looking forward to this one. Man, I've I've checked out a little bit of your show myself. I didn't I didn't want to get too much in the conversation before we started, you know, recording and whatnot. And I like what you got going on, and that's why I reached out to you and invited you on over, man. So I I appreciate you coming in and joining us this evening. Man, thank you for the kind words, man. And thank you so much for, for having me, for inviting me on, man. I'm, I've checked out your show as well. As I told you a little bit ago, man, you guys have a great nu- nucleus and lots of great energy, really vibe well together. And, and, and you talk my language, man. At the end of the day, you talk my language. So good stuff. Yeah, man. And, then, you know, that's a, that's a big thing I've been finding in this podcast world. To me, that it's what it's about is, you know, trying to build our own our own family, even if we're all online, we're totally making connections that I think are real important with people that are thinking on the same level, all headed in the same direction. Right. You know, we, we, we realize that crap's bad. And as I like to call it, we're quiet quitting the government, man. Like everybody talks about revolt this revolt that, you know what, man, set yourself up to do right, to get it done. Right. And like, while the, while Rome crumbles, we'll flourish. I, mm. I, I truly believe. I truly Bye. believe. What you got, Bandit? I know you got something. You to say, say that Rome crumbling, but we all know that it's not going to crumble like Rome. It's not going to fall like Rome fell. Right. Sure. We're not going to be continuously conquered by or attempted to be conquered by outside forces. It's going to come from. They're going to. They're going to destroy this country from within. You know, and they're going to and believe me, these old these, these the, the the people that are in power right now, they don't want this like cash cow to end. 
So they're gonna they're gonna slow drip us. They're gonna slow drip us for a while. Of course not. Oh wow! The the, the, mo- the moment they push it to the point that they know we are on uncomfortable enough to start showing up to their houses is the moment that their free ride is over. So like in France, their free ride. Yeah, his his free ride's over, bro. They're not taking his crap in France anymore. Oh man, there's your. People are putting it down in France for sure, man. Yeah. Fuck it. The yeah. fucking guillotine. Holy shit. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, and like I, I pointed out. Back tar and like what I, what I pointed out uh, on uh, one of the other shows, we, we brought this up. The difference in um, what they're showing, what social media is showing. Um, like if you look at. Like if you look up, if you, if you get get on social media right now, if you get on Facebook or Instagram and look up France, it will show you all the picture perfect touristy spots. Everything will be clean. It'll show you like this facade of like, hey, we're still in good shape. But if you get on TikTok and you look up France on TikTok, you're gonna see buildings burning. You're gonna see the police getting beat getting beat by rioters you're going to see tear gas you're going to see trash piling up and you're going to see people speaking out against the government they don't want that you know they don't want all that stuff that's shown on tiktok about that shown to the world you know they still want that fake facade of like hey we're still okay come be a tourist here yeah that's oh, a good point I mean, very, absolutely. Interesting. very interesting and then it kind yeah. of was saying that that last part it made me think and I think it came up again recently about how uh, there, I guess, some groups are trying to ban TikTok here in the United States. They're trying so hard. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like banning guns. You get a 3D <laughs> printer, we'll make our own. We'll go. build our own in a machine shop. You can't ban something like that because, oh, well, they banned drugs and made them illegal. Look how good that was for the drug industry, you know, the black market industry. Give me a break. I've always been a pirate in the aspect of I quit paying I quit paying for brainwashing 15 years ago and you know anytime I want to enjoy a television show or whatever I mean it's it's easy to stream when you have your fingers at the internet and when it comes to apps there are also ways to get apps that no longer exist on the marketplace yeah. and hmm. stuff like that you know I they, it's it's a real thing and you know I know a lot of why they were going after TikTok or well, publicly a lot of why they're going after TikTok is basically because they don't own it. But the bottom yeah. line is, is TikTok, the, the true line is, in my perspective, is TikTok is a different realm. TikTok has brought us to face-to-face interactions and TikTok has brought us to oh, the point time. where, to, to the point where we can have these face-to-face interactions and the internet on TikTok is different than the internet on TikTok or on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. It used to be like that. It used to be. Before I got, before my big ban and I I lost my large amount of followers, I had a lot of, there's a lot of love and a lot of pats on the back and a lot of, Keep goings and stuff in your yeah. comments. I'm I made a lot Think of about friends it. because of TikTok, hmm. and I, I learned another good so thing. To, much. Another good way to look at this is like, look at the pirating online. 
you know, you remember those uh, the the whole things they used to put before every single VHS, DVD, Blu-ray. You know, pirating movies is illegal, punishable by twenty years in prison, two hundred fifty thousand oh, yeah. dollar fine. Business is still booming on the the movie pirating. Um, they're making a movie about the Pirate Bay co-founder or the Pirate Bay founder. They're making a movie about that, and I I brought up a good point. I think that would be hilarious if that movie came out and it then turned out to be the most pirated movie on the internet. Yeah, that would be perfect. That would be that would be amazing. But see that that's just the thing. They're gonna try. They're gonna they they think they can ban their ban their way to safety. You know what I mean? Okay, have- drugs are bad. Ban them. Guns are bad. Ban them. Uh, TikTok is bad. Ban it. Everything they've banned has made the black market a booming. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see the court threw out the gas ban already? Are you talking about the the, the gas stove ban? Yes, I was. I was reading. I was oh, reading I today that, that yeah. the High Circuit Court, or their Ninth Circuit, I believe, already was like, "Get out of here with this shit! Like, we can't mm-hmm. have that! Like, go go on somewhere else! That's ridiculous." And it is because I know as an appliance man, you know, I know for a fact that 75% of the stoves are still gas in places like where I am because you're out in the woods and people have propane tanks on their house. Like, and it's cheap. It costs $300 roughly the last time I had to fill mine, like a year to fill a propane tank. And if all you're using it for is so much better to cook with. That if all you're using it for is the oven, you can get away with filling it up once a year. Like that, that it's it, and it's it's cheaper to work with, and it's cleaner to work with, and stuff when you're cooking in the yeah. house. So to me, it cooks more even. Everybody's like the electric cooks more even, and they've they've regulated the electric stoves to the point mm-hmm. of safety that they don't work. They don't yep. work properly. They get too hot, or they don't get hot enough, and. Mm-hmm. It's it's ridiculous. It really is. It's the same with the bombs that they're making out of refrigerators and putting in everybody's house. They're they're filling them with isobutane, and then the the filling that goes in the walls is now made out of cyclopentane, both of which are highly explosive and highly combustible. And that's what they decided was the cheap route to make refrigerators with now. And, and like, there's giant there's giant warnings on there. I've sent to the group chat. Um, really? of, yeah. of, of look at this bomb and this is why i keep saying do not buy a refrigerator made after 2020 because they're bombs they're literally bombs for your house what i think was it, what i think it was coming to was like when they want everything in your house electrical so when you lose power you lose everything and you have no ability to do anything like if you lose power and you have a gas stove gas furnace gas hot water heater you still have those amenities when the power goes out and if everything is electric when your power goes out you got jack you got nothing now how do you guys think that ties into these uh 15 minute cities that's been in the news for the last Uh, year i I think those 15 minute cities are are dying because i the they've tried a couple of concepts in i think they tried a 15-minute city in Oxford. They tried to divide it up into 15-minute sections in Oxford over in the UK, and I think it absolutely failed miserably. 
brilliant. Failed horribly. So, so what, what gives me hope for the idea of that failing, you know, not only here in America, but just like across the board is the city of the Bronx. Because listen, if you try to lock those guys down into little 15 minute corridors over there, it, you're going to turn it back into the 1980s Bronx that quick. Like people are going to be bombing each other. Gangs of New York, of man. You're going to have gangs yeah. of New York style stuff. Gangs of New York. All over again. It's over not going to be 15 minutes. See, I, they're, they're trying to find something that will work. Okay. They're trying to find something that will work to keep you, to keep the people inside the city. You know what I mean? Because uh, sure. I've always, Jimmy and I have always said, it's going to come down to your um, judge dread, like mega cities. Like you're going to have your major metropolitan areas uh, cordoned off from the rest of society and everybody else is going to be left to fend for themselves, which I, I'm, I'm okay I'm with prepared. that. I really am. I'm okay with that. I'm, and like I, the way I see it is almost kind of like in a theory of like escape from New York, escape from LA, you know, New York's going to wall off and the people that are there, the people that are there and they're going to be focusing all their time. Well, they don't need to wall it off. Well, no, I'm saying though, they're going to be focusing all their time and energy on keeping the people of New York city in New York city. They're not going to be out here in the sticks where like I they, am like they've trying built- to look for me because it's, it's harder to look for people deep in the woods than it is, you know, and it's it, you got a lot more to worry about when you're when you're out in the sticks as far yeah, as somebody built their own walls. things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. They've built their own walls and they'll 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 their mega cities and stuff will probably progress into their bug eating and pod loving and robot workers and we'll be cavemen out here living with gas stoves and mm-hmm. and our and our clubs and our home and, and, and Bubba's pissing hot rounds for our guns and stuff. And that's just, that's just what it'll probably be. I'm, I'm, I'm accepting to that fact though. Like I'm, I think society went not only the wrong direction, just, you know, technologically wise, but I don't think we are meant to live on such a large, like a large blanketed scale. The the mental health crisis in America. Can say the line. The mental health crisis in America has a lot to do with, you know, trying to blanket an entire country of so many different cultures melded together. Okay, I I don't think it successfully works. What are your thoughts, Justin? Well, you know. It's it's hard to say, man. You know, I, I haven't put really too much research into these to these so-called fifteen-minute cities. You know, um, w- when I do think about it, man, it's like, okay, what are they trying to do, right? And kind of like you guys were saying a, a bit, you know, just keeping everybody in one area. At the end of the day, it's it's a control thing, right? It's a control control thing. And it makes me think about. What they they're in the process of implementing in China as well with the uh, the social credit score system and seeing all that tie in and then you're seeing this AI technology you know take off and then when when you think about what what's going on uh, with this damn vaccine and 
you know, what type of technology is being injected in people that take Ooh. the food. You know? quick, did you see, quick, did did you you see? see that uh, Pfizer, the Pfizer and beyond and Pfizer Moderna. and Moderna beyond tech uh, vaccines are no longer uh, available for use in the U.S. Really? I didn't hear yeah. that. That was just um, 120. I guess the 120 million people that already took it are just going to have to die suddenly and be happy with it. Like they've decided to just take it out of the person. Man, listen, I, I, I try to look at the lighter side of things like that and try to be nice to everybody. But at the same time, it's a good thing that that happened because it drew a true line in the sand mm-hmm. for us that to see, good. for us to see who will bend knee and sell out their brother to make the government happy and be a happy little slave. Like I, I lost work, you know, but my life never changed. I kept on trucking. And as I I was, as I've tried to tell people before in a different sense, I think I've flourished way more than I was supposed to during this whole crisis where everybody was losing everything. And that's because I, that's because I play by my own rules to begin with. Like, I don't, you know, I've, I've never, I've always, I've always had that rebellious spirit. You know, my, my mom will tell you that her, her two boys are two different kids. I'm, I'm the one who lives by the seat of his pants and the other one's a cop. Like it's completely two alter egos going on. And she's like, it's just, it's just the way that some people turn out or what makes them happy and stuff. And I, I just, man, I, I learned at a young age that something wasn't right. Something was amiss. Things they were telling us didn't add up, even in right. high school and stuff. I, you know, and 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 it. And here, so, here we are, years later, and I'm like, I'm I'm not the crazy guy as much anymore. I'm still nuts, but I'm just not. I actually have friends that agree with me and don't think that I'm entirely a nutbag all the time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what uh, what has caught your attention now? Besides, we we can move past this doom. This you know, this doom and gloom added this thing but what is what has been a and what has been a going on on social media that has really caught your attention man you know i guess the one thing that has caught my attention i probably put uh uh, most of my energy into is this uh this trans agenda right with the the piece of it that is um infiltrating the schools and uh, mutilation of, of kids at, uh, at a young age, you know? Um, you know, literally parents, when their kids are born, they're not putting the sex on the birth certificate. Well, we'll let Johnny or Susie decide when they turn about three years old what they want to be, right? Putting in the kid's hand to make that decision. And then, you know, a kid picks up, a, a boy picks up a, a, his sister's dial. Oh, he's gay. He, uh, he, he, he wants to be a trade. He wants to wear a dress and they just, you know, push that on them and, and, you know, don't take the time to, to, to really talk to their kid, you know, and, and mm-hmm. yeah. have understanding. So that's, that's the biggest thing, man, that, that has my focus, my attention right now, yeah. with, you know, with all this chaos and confusion going on in the world, man, if you know, they could just leave the kids alone, leave the kids alone, I, man. they would, right. I would be okay. Right. And exactly. Right. And that's I, what I remember. I remember when it was just LGB. Right. Right. 
And yeah. I think there's been a movement pushing online or in the social scene. I think, you know, gays against groomers. Uh, that. And I think there has been a movement by the just LGB community Kate. to separate themselves. Yes. Kate, Kate, yes. Caitlin and Denver I really hate, hey, hey, let, let's clear up one thing real quick, though. I hate to, to say that because we all, we, we do have trans friends. We do. We do. All right. We do. But I think they thought it, I think they targeted the trans I think they targeted trans groups because that would be the easiest because I think LGB has been around the longest because mm. I remember that from when it was just LGB from the nineties, there was no trans agenda in the nineties because I think that's no. just a newer addition. They've always been around. I, they've always me, been around, I mean, but I think I've they've grown just, up knowing. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've always grown up. I've always grown up knowing about and, in, in my life, coexisting in a world where there were, you know, drag queens, cross-dressers, whatever you want to call it, you know, people that think differently. And, like, I, I've, I've never, I never really thought nothing of it because they, I've yeah. never seen them portraying it on kids. You yeah. know, I've, I've actually been to the big drag house in Atlanta that does the big, huge drag show that's been going on since, like, the 70s, even. You know, like, this, this place has been around for a really long time. And like it's it's a fun adult time to go and entertain yourself if that's something that you are are really into or whatever. But like I've I've always been against the idea of being you know anything targeting minors. That's that's where I draw the line. And I exactly. And I I there's life changing effects there. You know you if you think about it like this: when you were (laughs) sixteen. Does sixteen year does sixteen year old you and whatever age you are now get along with their thought process with a lot of things? You know, like that's you you can't you can't be Mostly. targeting kids with this stuff. And I, I mean, in some aspects, sure, that's probably too old even, you know. But I'm just you know, go back to nine year old you is nine year old you and forty year old you the same person? Like that's that's you know no. what I mean? Like there's 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 big differences in, in all this stuff and like even though i'm not the biggest fan of him because i think he's just a tyrant like the rest of them i will say desantis has done something very intelligent and with I, with, let, with the death let, penalty for let, child rape yeah. like, and let me ahead, and let me and let me let me jump off right here cuz that's exactly where i wanted to pick up uh, i didn't really take much credence on this until very recently here in the last probably 6 to 9 months but especially so here in the last 30 to 45 days, I see a, a, a topic piece. Uh, and it seems to be circling on Twitter and in other circles on Reddit too. That's made me extremely uncomfortable with uh, the, the real intentions and all you get when you engage with the, with the people uh, propagating this as deflection is uh, seeing the direct replies to the response that DeSantis is, and that is in all probability going to pass, by the way. Yes. Uh, for, yes. But for what, and it should, in my opinion, but for, for what that's worth, the fact that I am seeing a talking point coming up and being echoed and regurgitated by the trans community that if you're trans and live in Florida, you need to leave. Why are you making that 
allegory out of the fact that this is targeted toward those who commit sexual crimes against children under 12. What is the, why are you using DeSantis's disposition on child abuse as your reasoning for want to leave Florida? I have serious questions about that and it makes me seriously fucking uncomfortable. That's a great point, man. And I wonder, I wonder who is, delivering that message right i mean yeah. i wonder if like most trans people feel that way you know like you know because there's so much chaos and confusion you have these these groups these little pockets of groups that actually get paid or that are in connection with someone else okay so uh, the know, trans the, hey, the big trans friend the, the trans yeah. friend i have that, that is, has have. been that we all have that has a been mutual. a long time friend of ours she took the correct route and went to therapy for years before even starting hormones, before even coming out. She went to therapy for years. And, you know, it took years for her to even reach the point where she was comfortable coming out as herself. Okay. That is the correct route people should take with this. And not this fad of, I cannot, I'm not even going to get into the pronoun discussion. Touch a fucking doll and suddenly you're gay. Yeah. (laughs) You know, they're using this as a, as a fat, they're using this as a virtue signal fad. It really is a terrible thing to use as something like that. When there are legitimate people that are transitioning you know, that have done it the correct way and taken years to do it, you know, and, and, it really and is. I have heard, and, and, and I, for them to target say, that group to. I've, I've heard, I've heard her say to us before, like that it's a clown show and that's not how yeah. her or anybody else that she knows in this field operate. You know what I mean? And, right. you know, we were, yeah. we were talking about this earlier in the group chat too. Another thing that's been common here recently with this too is I've seen a lot of screenshots on Facebook of people sharing dead serious dating app profiles of these people that are claiming trans, but are really just creepy dudes looking for women to talk to. Like that, that's really all it is. And it's on Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. It, I, I, I have seen the same tactics. I'll 100% say I have seen the same demonizing tactics in, in studying history. I've seen it not only in, done in black culture. I've seen it done in Italian culture. I've seen it done in Irish culture. I've seen it done in so many different people that weren't part of the elite group to cause division and to cause problems and stuff like that. And I... I think that the people that are pushing for anything related to children deserve nothing more than a visit from my best friend, Mr. Chippy, because feet first is the only way that they deserve to go. Uh, it's it's <clears throat> children. It, it should be one of those things that's a common sense law worldwide. If you touch children, you totally Thanks deserve to, to be fed to the woodchucker. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. It's it's. I don't see any other true fix for it because here in the states they get arrested 
they get released as quickly as possible because if they spend any time in the actual jail, they'll be murdered. And if, you know, as soon as they release them, it's, what is it? There's a true number to it, but it's like 80 something percent, 89% or something of these child molesters end up reoffending once they're released. Yeah, man. And that's, that's a lot. And I'm sorry. Like there's, Alabama and Florida are the only two states I see making progress and doing something. Alabama enacted last year that if you if if there's a reoffense or whatever, then you have to work for the yeah. state as a prisoner until you can pay for your own castration or you know whatever it is they do for women's women or whatever. But I, like, I, yeah, I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, but apparently Kemp and McMaster have been talking, and evidently they're looking to follow DeSantis's model if if it does actually pass. I, I mean, I'm I'm sorry. I think that I I think that it there are too many good men in prison for murdering child molesters of somebody in their family or. I think I think they should reduce your sentence if you are in prison and we kill and you kill a pedophile and while you're locked up, I think it should reduce your sentence. We got guys fucking spending 25 (laughs) years in prison for fucking weed and fuck kids get out in three years and go out. Three years. Try eight months. Yeah. Yeah. There's so I lived in a town in in Georgia at one point in time, and everybody told me that it was a bad town. It was actually before I had kids. I was a little bit younger, still partying and stuff, but I I didn't think nothing of the area. I just seen cheap rent, and like it it turned out that that was pretty just kind of like common in that methy ass area and stuff for like that to continue and stuff like that. And I just. I don't know, man. Like, I just, I can't comprehend it. I've, I've, as much as I've been around it and stuff, I just still can't comprehend most of it. But you, you look at the little, the, we, we brought up the little chart thing because I've, this actually killed my Halloween. I used to be big into doing a thing. Like, I turned my house every year into a haunted house. Like, I would make a, find the, the quick walkthrough and like, do all this work and stuff and turn my house to a haunted house every year that I guided through and stuff. We went immaculate. We turned some houses into big top tents. We've turned <laughs> houses into we've we've turned houses into like butcher areas and stuff like this. Like we've done we've done some pretty wild stuff. And we the last year that I went to do this, the room was I I, had, I didn't even know, but I had set up all the Halloween stuff and I sat out there all night. And not and didn't get one single trick or treater. And I looked it up, and I looked around the area, and I was one of three houses on the entire road that wasn't a registered sex offender. And I was like, "What the fuck? Like, it's really this bad in this area?" And you know, it's, it gave me another, you know, believe it or not, it gave me another believe it or not. There, there. They're everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. People don't look up. No. People don't pay attention to that anymore. And they'll move and get settled and be like, oh, well, yeah. I've got kids. Let's see who's a registered sex offender around where we live. And no. they'll look it up. And there is an extreme, there really is a large number Man, wherever every- you go. I do recommend looking at their charges, though, too, because there are some actually, because of the way the system works. There are oh, yeah, actually yeah, yeah. some bullshit. I, there, 
there are some bullshit ass charges out there that get you a registered sex offender thing. Like, um, you know, this is common in the South because we're in the South and most of us have yards big enough that we can just pee in it anyway. And if you get caught peeing beside the gas station because the asshole wouldn't give you the key, well, you're, you're a registered you're a registered sex offender. It happens. That that you know, shit does happen. And and then another another good example is I know I know a, a young man that's very close to me that I'm 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 proud yet sad that he made the decision to join the military when he did because now is not the time to do it. But like he he was he was a victim of this kind of circumstance too because he had one of those high school relationships that when he graduated she still was like a year behind him or whatever and when the and when the breakup went south and it turned ugly his parents like called the cops on him and shit her her parents called the cops on him and shit and he had to he spent 3 years fighting in court because of lies that were started by a parent because of a high school relationship you know, like they tried to turn him into a criminal for something that he didn't actually do. You know, like he he just happened to turn 18 during their relationship before the breakup. You know what I mean? And she was she was still 17. And like that, I think there's a difference in that aspect of the world. But like if you're a 40, if you're a 30 something year old man and you're still hanging around the fucking high school, like, again, I, I know that it only cost me two hundred dollars to rent the wood chipper for the weekend. Like it's not. It's not that bad of a deal. So, and if you get it on Friday, you don't have to return it till Monday. So you got time to clean it up. Okay, sorry, dark jokes. No one wants to laugh, and I understand. <laughs> well, that's the second or third time you brought up that wood, wood chipper, man. I'm trying to figure. I'm over here like that. What is this damn wood chipper, man? You got to tell me about that. What? I mean, I just said you, you, you never heard about a a giant industrial wood chipper and feeding feeding oh, just a general to wood it first. Literally just a, a butcher. Okay. Well, I, I own a set of giant googly eyes, and I totally want to paste them to it when I when I go to do this. <laughs> wow! The giant googly eyes is a whole separate situation because there's you know, more. I, I build, hey, I build there's more you know, inventive ways than a than a wood chipper. Believe me. Sure, that's just our joke that we make. I mean, I usually have when I'm set up and not having technical difficulties. I have this awesome picture. That I pull up in this situation. That's a wood chipper with giant googly eyes on it. Like it's just. <laughs> Mister Chippy like, is hungry. Yeah. People, people, people are like that. I'm choosing violence, you know, in an option like this. But aren't those people choosing violence? Like, from my perspective, I think that if you're putting yourself on a child, that you you're choosing violence. And in this situation, I believe eye for an eye is is. <sighs> Is rightfully so. Well, seriously I, I, though, I don't really know. Seriously though, another another idea. When they go, if you watch any, if you watch any documentary involving like people who have done hard time, and that question yes. comes up, like we have asked, we we've we've asked people on the show who have done hard time this exact question. Why do they do it? Why do they specifically like? Why is why do you target? And if you know, if you record check somebody, and it comes up crimes against kids, why are you so violent towards them? Because even the most hardened criminal 
even the most hardened criminal will be like, I love my kids. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, you, know, but, you know, I think you guys mentioned a little while ago, a lot of times these guys that do this shit, they're like out eight months, three years. Mm-hmm. Why, is that? Why is that? But And then like Neptune said, but you got somebody for weed in prison for 25 years. Why, why are they re- recycled back into to the population in such a minimal amount right, of time? So a, part, a big part of that has to do with the crime bill from yep. 1994. Wrote, years ago. 1994 and, crime bill. And that, that made... Uh, well, because it added to like the that war was on drugs that was already... That, that was, was Clinton's one... That was Clinton's one strike and you're out speech, was it not? Yeah. 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 Are and, we that old? God damn. We're it old. Is. But, but, but it's the thing about it is, though, is that like all he did was advance the drug war even more. And to me, it was a separation. It, it's got a lot to do with the destruction and separation of the nuclear family. You know, like I'm, I'm, mm. I'm pro that I'm pro that idea. You know, I, I have a beautiful wife and three beautiful children and will die on this hill to make sure that they have everything that they need to be free, even if I'm not in this world. And it's it, you know, to me, that's what's important. You know, if you if you stop, if you stop reproducing humanity, then humanity ceases to exist. And a big thing. And again, I'm not trying to go after anybody in any of these letter-based communities unless it's government letter-based communities but um these you know it doesn't work man you if the whole world is gay or swapping their sexes like eventually we run out of humans like it it can't it can't be a thing i have i have a take uh and this is in as far as these people getting recycled through the prison system. I, I have a few thoughts. Uh, it feels a little grim to say it out loud, but I almost feel like it's, uh, it's, it's an attempt at trying to, to normalize a, a, a cultural issue in, in some ways. It is. And it's also, uh, it's also undercutting one thing that's super important because we talk in society a lot about the importance of mental health treatment, right? And that these issues, the things that make apparently grown ass men predisposed towards uh, and an interest in children. I draw the line at actually touching a kid. If you think you have that problem, get your fucking ass in therapy, get your fucking ass in therapy. That's the, yeah. That's the, well, that's they're the trying to normalize it with this. But they're trying the to normalize yeah, that right, exactly. because look what the UN just, uh, even though we because don't really care what the, yeah, we, even though we don't care what the UN says, they have no authority here. The biggest the UN the is trying to normalize that. They just came out with a report, the, the UN, UN report saying that it should be consensual between a minor and an adult. I saw that. Yeah, Get the fuck out of my face. And did you see shit. what California California did that too? Yeah, you're right. I wish lighter, punishment, my- lighter, lighter punishments for pedophiles. Man, man I, we didn't even get a chance to even touch on that. Ox would have loved to hit that subject yesterday. 
<laughs> he would have fucking I, went fucking total barbarian on it. But very true. Very true. It's terrible because when you think about it, it's it's fucked up. It's gross. It's disgusting. Yeah, when you think about it, though, it kids are the future of society, though. Yep. You know, and they're trying to normalize this disgusting behavior against them. Yeah, yeah. It's ter- It's terrible. Yeah, it, it is. It's such a bad thing, man. Like horrific, we, horrific, man. I mean, yeah. it's so bad. And uh, Neptune, what you said, man. <clears throat> like you know, them wanting to popularize it, and then the mental health thing, and it's you know, again, and I think I mentioned it a bit earlier, man. It's these these groups, right? I don't know if they're Soros backed or what, but like, this is what they do. They want to destroy humanity, you know, society. They want to inflict as much chaos and confusion as possible upon the people. We've, we've seen so, it. So I've been on this kick here recently and I keep bringing this up because that's a new topic I want other people to continue to look into because every day that I look into it, it's getting wilder and wilder. And it is the, it is the, conspiracy theory from Michael Terrison called the female Illuminati. And he think and he's got this and he's got oh, man. I, know, you too? I know you don't like this. I know you, you don't like too? this. But, but think about this. Think about this. All right. What else would want the destruction of man themselves? And uh, like that a lot of the stuff that he's in there talking about makes some pretty interesting sense. Like it Let's, there's no, there was, there's nobody else that hates the patriarchy more, and there are, there do seem to be a lot of these extremely wealthy women. I, you're, of you're, I will say you're absolutely the- wrong about that. You may have what? some strong points. I will absolutely say that some of a majority of these groups are tar- targeting the nuclear nuclear family as a whole yes. it's not just the patriarchy yes. or the matriarchy it's the nuclear family the old-fashioned nuclear family because you, you, in society there the is nothing stronger though, yeah to do it to do that you have to attack the patriarchy you have to dethrone man from the head of yeah. the household absolutely yeah so you do so i mean again i know it's kind of outlandish and i'm not trying to I'm not trying to buy into it 100%. I still think Jim Carrey rules the world. But that's a whole separate conversation <laughs> in its own. But like, like there's, I think there's something a little bit to it because there really are very, very wealthy, very powerful women in the background that we will never even know their true name. Like, it, it's, and, and how else? I mean, look, they, they make the crime bill and they take in the war on drugs and they take so many men away that way. They, the biggest place that they have done a good job at destroying the nuclear family, and I feel Justin will kind of back me up on here, and this is statistically proven too, is the black community. Like they have been doing a good job at separating fathers in, in the black community from the family unit since the crack epidemic. Oh man, it like, started before that. It, it started with I, uh, true, welfare, true, man. true, true, true. And parenthood. But I'm saying like, but 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 the 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 idea of the the crack epidemic and like that that right there really launched it. You know what I'm saying? Like into skyscraper records. Like they were already doing a good job of it as it was, but now they were able to put fear into people and just because of your skin color, you're probably on crack. Like and. 
Like that's a real thing that they did back in these times. And, and in some aspects of the policing world, they still do that today. Don't get me wrong. Like it, it's, it's not open to open the one to open the Pandora's box of the Terry stop and why I fucking lobby so hard against that shit. Christ almighty. Go. Come on, bro. You know, you want to. It's terrible. Uh, the Terry, the Terry stop is specifically targeted at minorities. That's yeah. all they use a Terry stop. A stop an ID. Stop an ID. Stop and frisk and stop an ID, man. They they, they specifically do. use that to target minorities. Hands down, My, that's all they do. That's all they do. They, they also uh, a training aspect that they use um, in their whole idea of who they stop an ID. Like if you're if you happen to have a hat on, you're suspicious. If you have a, if you're wearing a hoodie, hat on while driving, hat on while hat driving, on while driving, one hundred percent. That will get you hundred percent. And again, get you pulled over. For you, I got a good one for you. This was like back in nineteen, no, not nineteen, damn, like two thousand and ten. So I picked my son up from school. Right, he's like in sixth grade, seventh grade at the time. We stop at Wendy's. I get him a frosty. Right. You know, Frosties come with spoons. Right. Not, you know, can't. Yeah. All right. So we're, I'm driving. I'm driving. He's eating his Frosty. We're talking about, you know, football practice that he had. You know, I see these cops coming up from behind me. It's like two cops. They're doing they're probably about 50 yards behind me. Lights on punching probably like 90. I see him this. I'm like, damn, OK, they're coming up. And so I was like, let me pull over and get out the way. And I'm like <laughs> and I pulled over to the side of the road. And then they, they pull up behind me. I'm like, what? <laughs> What's going on? Then I'm looking out my rear view, and it's like eight, nine, ten cop cars pulling up, man. Right? Holy so God. two guys, two cops walk up to my car. One's on my side. My son's in the front seat. The other cop's on his side. And he's like, let me see your ID. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I get my license. You know? And I was like, "What's what's going on? Why, why are you people what I do? You know? He's like, uh, we just got a call that one of our officers saw your, saw somebody smoking crack in the car. So they thought my son's spoon that he had with his Frosty, they said that he was smoking crack. Yes. I mean, come on, That's... man. And, and, and then my, my, my son, first of all, I don't do crack. Never done crack. Never do crack. My kids definitely don't do crack. <laughs> He's eating a freaking frosty. Yeah. Man. All right. This I is, need this is this is the on, boomers man. reefer. This is the this is because of boomers and reefer madness. Like this is yep. this is the aspect of the yep. same thing. Like they and boomers continuing to oh. regurgitate that word vomit is exactly why police can get away with the shit they do right now. So I'm going to ask for the floor for five minutes so I can rant for a second, Jimmy. Go ahead. Sorry about that. But it's time for me to go again on the Fourth Amendment and everything it's supposed to stand for, and it gets absolutely shit on at every turn. Okay, Terry Stop is one piece of the puzzle, but there is a larger component of the right to stop under what is called reasonable suspicion versus probable cause. And I swear to God, like you guys already said, they'll use it to, they'll cast a, a wide net to be able to, to leverage that to the fullest potential. And it's resulted in, in way too many officer-involved shootings. And holy shit. Okay, so the, the, the real thing that really gets under my skin 
with the Fourth Amendment is the reasonableness test. There is a specific court case. I have to find it to be able to show you guys the actual text of how that court case went down. Ever since then, because it went to the Supreme Court, they've pretty much given police carte blanche. They can do what they want if they have a favorable jury. And the reason for that is the, the, the text reads, is this something that you would have done put into the officer's shoes? Under the right circumstances with the right jury, they can basically get away with fucking murder. And they do. They always have. And they will continue to get away with it under the pretext because, of that fucking law based on that court case. Because, it's you know, something I've, something I've seen with that, especially on the jury aspect of it, um, they, you don't have a jury. You do not get a jury of your peers. You do not. You get a jury. You get a jury of random ass motherfuckers that they handpick out of a room when they call them all in for jury duty that don't know you from hell or high wind. And that is not that is it, not what it's supposed to be. No, and it, yeah, it, I, it, it works on a double edged sword, right? Like jury nullification can do a lot of good in, in many aspects, but it can also bite sure. you in the ass because sure. You have the possibility that depending on where you are in the geographic United States, you could get handed a mixed bag of jurors based on how they want to make up the panel. And if that that jury panel is stacked against the defense, which nine times out of 10, it is, uh, the guy is fighting an uphill battle to prove he's innocent. And then you, you throw in the court of public opinion and those fucking armchair quarterbacks come out of the fucking woodwork. You, you've basically got a mountain of shit that somebody has to climb over to, to just to show that they're innocent, even though it's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. It's absolute yeah, and, fucking bullshit. It's weapons-grade bullshit. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate everything about the Fourth Fucking Amendment and the way it's fucking used right now. Hates it. He hates it. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, we, we found another way to See, light Neptune up aside from getting all you have to do is if you know your rights, if you know your rights as a citizen, yes, they cannot, they they cannot, you you can outsmart them, they will try and violate them, they really will. But if you know them and they violate them in return, it will go totally different. Than if you're just an ignorant person getting pulled over and cops are going to steamroll you. I found it. I found it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you know your rights and the cops continually willingly violate them during a stop, Uh they're gonna they're gonna buy you a new. They're gonna end up getting. You're gonna get enough money to buy a new vehicle. You're gonna get money to buy a new house, or whatever. Even though it's gonna come from the taxpayers, it's still. You, know, you should be oh, you should Jim. be able to I, uh, Neptune. You're more than welcome to screen share and pull I, it up with my I, with my broke, actually, with my broke leg uh, tonight. I'm I'm just going to read this part of it, Jimmy. Include this in your notes. I put it in the chat. Of course. Okay. Of course. So the case in question is Graham versus Connor, and I'm just going to read you the impact section just so everybody understands the implications, because this is the court case 
that has defined how police conduct business. So impact section of Wikipedia article, and this is barely skimming the surface. Many high profile cases of alleged use of excessive force by a law enforcement officer have been decided based on the framework set by Graham versus Connor, including those in which a civilian was killed by an officer, including the shooting of Michael Brown, Jonathan Farrell, John Crawford III, Samuel DuBose, Jamar Clark, Keith Lamont Scott, Terrence Crutcher, Alton Sterling, Philando Castile. And many more that we could go on the and list I can, I can't. I can't count that high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it. police police kill more people year round than sharks do. Like, I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, police police kill more people than mass shooters do. Give me a break. They kill on average. They kill on average two people every day. And they yeah. kill on average 25 dogs every day. Uh, correct. Right. Same. Right. So, um, Let's let's also talk about uh, the use of TikTok in this way. Never oh, in my life propaganda. have I seen no, not cop propaganda. Never in my life have I seen so, such a strong presence of videos showing cops violating people's rights in the mm-hmm. poli- in police was, brutality. I, I, was, I was thinking about I was is, thinking about this earlier. I, I was seriously thinking about that earlier. That. Of all the things that's been talked about with banning TikTok or banning other social media or restricting mm-hmm. content is to prevent that free flow of information. And that yes. is that is seriously fucked. Uh, that's the idea that, of the Restrict Act. That is a joke. I'm a little out of the loop on I'm that a little might out of the that might I, I'm I'm pretty sure that's gonna fail. I'm, I'm pretty little, sure it is too. I'm a little out of the loop um, on that one. I've been traveling for the last few it's weeks. So. The, it's 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 basically the the hit it or shit it kind of um, idea that they've come up with, where they want it. You're going to jail if you're using a VPN, and you know that's a lot of us right now. That's the kind of thing that they're trying to talk about doing, and it. There's a lot in there that's trying to give back doors to absolutely everything. Like they're they're all they're full hey. deck throwing in the cards right now, trying to do something absolutely ridiculous. And I, you know, I agree with Bandit. I don't see it actually having any true feet. But at the same time, this is one. This is this goes into that idea of the the Jetsons and the Flintstones, like we were talking earlier tonight. Like you're either going to do what daddy says to use the internet or you're going to be out there working in the caves like we are to have an awesome life away from the rest of this shit. Cause there's enough technology that I think we all know that we could totally survive out in the woods by ourselves because our forefathers and our ancestors and everything like that did it. So you can't tell me that we can't, I do a good job of it myself. <laughs> I mean, that's that was the point of homesteading and such, you know, but I want to I want to swing this into a little bit of another direction, man. You know, we've talked with you a good bit tonight, but I want to talk a little bit about you, man. Like what? So what got you into the podcasting realm? Wow, man. I love when people ask me this question, brother. Um, So 2020, I'm sitting at home like the rest of the world. You know, March COVID hits and kind of like you, a lot of what you said uh, earlier on, man, really hit 
you know, it really resonated with me, man. When when you talked about how 2020, you know, was actually a solid year for you, phenomenal year for you, even though it was all this craziness going on around the world. And, and you know, that was that was my case. Right. Um, I went through a spiritual awakening. You know, I uh, you know, I'm sitting at home and, uh, you know, I've always been a, a, a guy that was like into God and stuff. And, you know, I was grew up in the church and, and all that, you know, and uh, but I kind of got away, gotten away from that. My wife and I. And, uh, you know, I got in touch with a, a really good friend of mine who I've known probably for man over about 20 some years. And he told me about meditation, you know, and I saw I started meditating. I started a specific meditation called the Gateway Experience. Right. Not sure if you guys heard of that, you know, created by Robert Monroe. I'm very I'm very familiar with the Gateway Project. Um, mm-hmm. I actually for many years, I have made it available on a Google link that I have as a as like a public download from my Google file um, of the instruction files, because I think it's something that everyone should should everyone who's on that journey needs to experience. Absolutely changed my life, man. Absolutely changed my life. I, I started doing it, started having out of body experiences, astral traveling, um, you know, then like the spirit spoke and said, you know, jump out of a plane, go skydiving. I'm like, nah, not happening, man. I'm not, I'm not doing that. You know, I'm not doing it, you know? Uh, but I just kept feeling it, kept feeling it. So I said, let me go ahead and do it, man. I did it. That was August. And and what that did, that helped me deal with fear. Right. Um, you know, in, in, it is just that the way I was raised, the way I was grew up. So my father was an alcoholic and he uh, was very abusive, right? A lot of physical abuse, psychological abuse. So that caused me to, 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 uh, you know, grow up as like an introvert that also caused me not knowing how to communicate because he's very controlling. The child is to be seen and not heard. You know, she expected me a man, expected me to be a man at like 10 years old, going through all this stuff with him. And it really, it really caused me a lot of issues, man. And, uh, so I went up there, jumped out the plane, man. I learned that uh, fear is a bully, you know, and if fear is not being able to make us fear anymore, you know. So I looked at it like that, man. I was just like, man, there's nothing I can't do. And then so fast forward a couple months later, September, October, Spirit spoke again and said, start a podcast. I'm like, no, nah, not this quiet, introverted child's spirit inside, broken, not doing it, man, not doing it. So I kept feeling it. Went ahead and did it, man. So I've been doing it since December of 2020. Uh, I think I'm up to about 120 episodes now. Um, it's been a great ride. I've had some awesome guests. Um, I've had people on my show like David Icke, Robert Kennedy Jr., uh, Dr. Robert Malone, Dr. Peter McCullough, uh, Tommy Chong. A lot, of, a lot of great guests, man. You know, and uh, then I also wrote a book too, my memoir, in the Eye of the Father. You know, something else that. I was led to do. And then I started a nonprofit and um, I sat with ayahuasca too in March of 2021. And that was an amazing journey. I, you know, I'm in the Phoenix area. I went up to Tucson for three nights in the desert with a shaman and his crew and about 30 other people, man. And uh spiritual experience, man. man. Changed my life forever, man. And, uh, and, and I'm just doing, I, doing I wish. I think, I think having I, a podcast. I wish Louise would have shut up tonight. We're always. Yeah. I th- I think having a podcast with like-minded individuals and just having this ability to talk with like-minded individuals is better than going to any therapist. You know what I mean? 
because this in and of itself is therapy right now. Getting together and talking about something that, you know, you're passionate about stuff, you know, uh, yeah. And just getting stuff off your chest that, you know, you might not have a lot of people that you can talk to, you know? And that's exactly what it's been for me, man, since late 2020, right? As I've gone through a lot of healing in my, my healing process, you know, even as, man, I'll be 45 this year, but I had a lot of stuff inside that I didn't deal, I never dealt with. A, because for a long time, I didn't know it was in there, you know, because I think a lot of people naturally think, hey, I'm good, man, I'm good, you know, whatever, whatever. But then, you know, it was my wife who brought certain things to my attention. She was like, hey, have you ever noticed this? Have you ever noticed that? And I sat and thought about it. I said, mm-hmm. hey, but you're right. You know, so then all this stuff just came up and, you know, over the last couple of years, I've gone through this healing process. Um, You know, now I'm not religious, but I'm very spiritual. You know, I don't believe in, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, the the religion itself and and all that, all that entails, man. I believe in God. I believe that God is in all of us. And I just, I just push forward in life, grinding, staying busy, helping people, helping humanity through what I do, leaving my footprint, you know. And uh, just that's, that's my purpose, man. And it's, it's been a hell of a ride, man. It really has. And I've learned to stand in my truth, too. And, and I, I know you guys have been on my IG, at least, Jim, I know you have or so, you know, whoever I've been communicating with, you know, so you guys Me. see what I post. Right. Yeah. Just like you guys. So the same, same information, like, you know, stand up, be a voice for those without a voice. When you see something not right. In this world, speak up and say something about it. You know, just don't sit back. I'm not. I'm not no damn NPC. And I just oh, ooh. and like you, Jim. You know, even as a as a young adult, maybe even teenager, late teen, I, it was just always something inside me that was. I knew something wasn't right out here. Right. I just knew something yeah. was right, and I started getting into like quote unquote conspiracy theories type stuff. I remember I used to visit this uh this site called Above Top Secret. Man, I used to study that site. All the time. That used yes. to be one of my favorite <laughs> favorite sites. I remember I, that site. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wasn't was I wasn't allowed to visit that site for for four years of my life. <laughs> I would get slapped on the wrist for visiting that website. Yeah, man. So oh, I, used to, I used to live on that site, man. And you know, it was an experience. And I think I know it was a divine experience uh, when I lived in California, right? This is like around 2015. You know, I had some things going on at the job, some things in my personal life. So I just kind of Came home from work, went upstairs in my bedroom, sat on the bed. And I asked God, I said, I want to know truth. And I heard it just like you hear me now. I heard a voice say nothing is as it seems. And then that's when I really took off, took off down the rabbit hole, man. And just like everything just start opening up. And, you know, fast forward to 2020. And, and here I am today. The rest is history, man. Man, no, that's that that's amazing. I, I really like that. And, you know, I've. I can speak a lot of similarity into what you've talked about. You know, I think, I think we all experience these awakenings at different levels at different times. You know, I, I've been told before that after, after trying to explain what I'm, what I'm out and stuff like that, that maybe I'm some kind of like an usher, you know, like I'm trying to open, open a door and show people away, you know, like I've, I've, I've been on this journey for a really long time. You know, I earned the monocle of Captain Conspiracy because people thought it was funny to to call me that because Jim was always the guy that has, you know, everybody's like, it's A or B. And here I come out of left field with C that makes absolutely no sense. But people are like, maybe. And then more and more things, as we've all gone, we're up to what, like 72 and 0 on conspiracy theorists as far as like who's, who's right on most of the stuff. And, 
Yeah, and and it's and I've along the way I've gained and lost a lot of friends, but I think the ones that I've gained are more important to the story or the building blocks of of coming to something greater. You know, I I I I, I keep coming across so many people on these on these journeys, on these spiritual journeys, and it seems these spiritual journeys end up leading into a lot of like self-sufficiency and you know trying to find what you can do for yourself in the aspects of anything i know a lot of people in this group and people that i've talked to across the world are all into working on their own homesteads and making sure that they have everything that they need and not relying on some kind of foreign entity that we don't truly know is probably processing our stuff out of a robot in china and then shipping it here and telling us it's food and and like i don't i'm not a great reset kind of guy i'm a great awakening kind of guy like i think i think that too many of us are already on that path and too many of us are already in the right direction to send the world into a backfire of whatever they had planned like we we don't know the true future but i sure as hell don't think that some goofy ass looking dude that has a funny German name is going to be able to take over the world. The last one that tried that didn't pan out very well for him either. So, you know, old Klausy just needs to take himself and <laughs> go fly a kite because it's, it, he's just, he's just an echo chamber, you know, like it, it, all those guys have addresses, all of them, at least the play, people playing them have addresses and exist. And if we, if we brought back, you know, banding together and chanting outside their door, they'd start to get worried. You know, they they'd change their tune real quick. You know, and again, I, I made mention of it earlier, but I'm 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 very pro tar and feather. You know, like that that's something people need to bring bring back again because it would be it'd be totally worth the humiliation just to watch these fools that have gotten out of line. You know, do what they do. It, it's I like to be vocal in the aspect of even harassing my local politicians and, and sheriffs and stuff like that and trying to ask just by asking them the tough questions like i'm not even trying to be a jerk like i just try to ask them real questions to prove to them how detached from reality they really are up on their hill being the welfare queens that they are because you know corporations and politicians are the biggest welfare queens of the country and you want to know where all your money is going it's through them and laundered into things like wars and other nonsense overseas. It's it, it, our infrastructure is falling apart and our people are at each other's throat. But I see more and more people in the real world coming together every day in these small communities than I do the nonsense online or the nonsense on the news. Like I, I think everybody can, everybody that talks to their neighbor can back me up. Like that, this is one of those things that I, I, I just truly believe is real. Thank the world's you. not as bad. World's not as bad as everybody portrays it as being. Right. Yeah. People. The, the narrative is definitely doom and gloom, right? But I tell people all the time, let's not forget about. I call it the light. Let's not forget about the light. You know, people like us, right? I call us spiritual warriors, man. People that that shine in in in, in darkness, right? That do their part, to do their duty. One mind at a time, though. If if that's what it takes, one mind, one mind at a time. Totally okay with that. You know, that's a, that's a, that's been a thing since episode number one with us. Like, there's so many episodes out there, and we talk about so many different points. But 
that's the point. You know, there's enough content there. And one of these episodes hopefully makes somebody quick. You know, somebody out there oh, watching do. this episode, listening, listening to this episode, and this is the episode that makes them go, holy shit, they're right. Some, you know, this is, this is a ray. We need to speak up about this. We need to do something about this, you know, and, and, and your best bet is really, you know, your, your city commissioner, your city mayor, they, they, your, your county, whatever, they have Facebook profiles, man. And my buddy, Spike Cohen, uh, you know, from over there and with the stuff that he's got going on and former vice presidential candidate and whatnot, he even says they legally first amendment, cannot block you on Facebook and stuff like that. So and holy shit does he love that. He loves make the whole people of that. Make make a spectacle of it. Make them held accountable. Ask them the hard questions. Be the troll on Facebook that shows these people are just putting on a facade and make them think about what they're doing. You know, I've 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 helped do a good job at taking down a county that I don't even live in, sheriff. Come this election, he won't be sheriff anymore because he trick the county into paying for um, their own demise with these school zone cameras instead of putting cops out in front of the school. And they got the wrong lawyer on a day that school wasn't even in session at like 930 at night. And, and he decided to take it to the Supreme Court of Georgia and has actually won. And he's got to take not only take these cameras down, but the sheriff that's coming up behind him has been like, yo, I want them all down. And you know, want to change a lot of these aspects. And he's actually a libertarian guy. It's, cool. it's kind of interesting seeing. Him. So it, it's, it's about harassing them. It's about exposing them and showing them who they are. You know, I agree more, recently, recent, recently I've been back on hashtagging every opportunity I get release defiant list. I think that's something everybody needs to be doing. We're talking about all the child children and stuff that have been trafficked and messed with underage and whatnot in this world. And that's, that's a real thing. Like, that client list is your answer. That's where, that's where the children are going that are kidnapping. That's where missing people are going. That's where, you know, all of these people that are trying to normalize sexual abuse of children are the people that are told to hanging out on this island that were on that client list. You and that's why you're, you're really never going to see the real client list. Ever, you're never ever gonna. It, it's one of those things that you're never ever gonna see it. But you know what? In a case like that, in a situation like that, we can go with our assumptions is good enough. We know. Yeah, we the know. flight logs tell I mean, us. We could pass. I think in this one case, it would be acceptable to pass judgment with just assumptions. Flight, I think in this one case, I think do. it would be think acceptable. It. You you didn't take a flight on the Lolita Express to Epstein's Island to have tea and just a, yeah, just to just to hang out and chat. No, yeah. so I mean that's that that's a client list in my perspective, and there's quite the list of names there. But don't get me wrong, so, I still am convinced. That they are going to, since the videos of Bill Clinton, the videos and pictures of Bill Clinton at the island have surfaced. Is his wife going to kill him? I think, uh, nah, maybe she might be involved somehow, but I think they're going to, 
they are going to use Bill as a sacrifice and not like as in a court sacrifice. I think they really might like Epstein, Bill Clinton as a patsy to kind of just like, hey, if we do this, maybe it'll go away. So 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 they're going to relocate him to Israel and hide him from the rest of the world, even though he's still alive. (laughs) No, I don't think so. I, I think that is, uh, I, I just, I really think that they will, I know what you're getting at, but I really think that they might just off him because they love the powers that be love their ritualistic Power. sacrifices. Yes, they do. Oh, they absolutely, yeah, they absolutely love their ritualistic sacrifices and they will do, they will use whoever they can. Mm-hmm. As a sacrifice to keep power. I mean, that much we know is true. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, are they about to go for the hat trick with uh, another Kennedy? Jeez, man, come you on! Like that meme? <laughs> that was good. You know, they're gonna go. I think they might go three for three. The CIA ah. might very well go three for three. Hey. Hey, hey, Justin, you had made mention you uh, you also had the pleasure of having Dr. Malona. I got to ask, did he show up in a pirate uh, uniform on your show? He actually did, man. He actually did. Did he really? <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> That's like, no, like he I, didn't, I was. He didn't show up. <laughs> listen, listen, I was floored. Like, I was set aside from myself because I didn't expect to talk to him. Of like that, and neither did I expect to talk to him about some of the things we talked to him that night. You know, we talked a lot like this, just random fucking all over the place shit, and it was it was a pretty fun time. Like I, I, you're the third person that I talked to talked to Tommy Chong, and he won't answer my emails. I think he's scared of me. I don't know if he likes a pirate being in his email. Emailing him in pirate lingo, like he's, he's I've emailed him a few times, and he won't talk to me. Like. And it's, it, it would just be an interesting conversation, I think, because, again, I, I just I love the flow of you never know where it's going to go. You know, I never oh, yeah. <laughs> when, the day the, when I tried to start this, we tried to talk about subjects and Ben will tell you, we've probably stayed on subject. Five times, like out of all these episodes that we filmed and it usually just goes wherever the show takes us. And that's what I love you. about it is where angels feel the fear to tread. <laughs> but I, but I like it like that because I think we've made so many friends from so many different walks of life. And yeah. I will say a common factor that I've just seen so for so many years in this aspect of things was, you know, people like Justin here that something clicked one day and it sent them down like a spiritual awakening. You know, I, I that resonates with me too because I was totally raised. Southern Baptist until I was 12 years old. Speaking of like waking up what you were just talking about, I will tell you how it went for me, man. And it's because of, I can point to a specific person here in this group. It was Was Neptune. It was Neptune that invited me to admin in if they Waco use the Draco, this guy oh right that's here a, a throwback. W- was responsible for where I am today. And then I get a, 
I get a personal DM on Facebook from Jimmy, who was admin of Gimme Liberty or Gimme Liberty or Gimme Death, the original. Hmm. Um, and we started talking then. I was like, who is this dude? And then I found out, I was like, oh my God. He's like, oh my God. He said, give me liberty or give me death. And it went from there, you know, and that was before the great Facebook purge. That was, these two right here were mainly responsible. There've been a few minor footprints along the way that have had a little bit of influence, but these two right here and a few others have had the most influence as far as pointing me in the correct path because I used to be, get ready for this. I used to be a Republican. I was a diehard. Con- <laughs> I, I grew up in a conservative household. Too, I man. grew up I, in a military conservative same. household. Yep. I, yep. in turn, joined the military and I was in for a, quite a long time. Uh, and while I was in, I was a conservative. I was a Republican. And then these two mainly and a few others showed me the error of my ways. And I became a libertarian for about six months. Okay. And that's all it took to go, well, why am I, if, if why am I still believing in a party, you know, when they're all the same. And so I jumped ship to anarchism and, you know, and then you set sail into the pirate world. Because yeah. Anarcho <laughs> anarcho pirates. I oh. and but see that brings up uh, what, Justin. What 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 are your? Uh, yeah, man. How, where I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want. It's it's a ter- it's a weird question to ask. Being an anarchist, I hate like asking like where do you? Because we don't like to. We don't like. He, he wants to ask you what's your label, even though we don't. Like what do you? What? Where do you align yourself with your p- political beliefs? Ah, oh, man, that's a great question. So, I don't subscribe to any political party. I don't. Um, if I had to, I'd say I'm I'm independent. If anything, you know. Mm. Um, you can, I, you I would can, say you growing really up. Say so are you a Ralph Nader? No, not a Ralph Nader. Definitely not a Ralph Nader. <laughs> growing uh, up. The- who was the guy out of Texas that ran? Oh my God, what was his name? The Zodiac Killers kid? No, 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 no. <laughs> come on, help me out, Neptune. He ran a run when Clinton was running, or when George W. Bush was running. Yeah, fucking uh, Bob Dole. Not Bob Dole. Or not, not. Uh, not Bob, not Bob Dole. Besides, and speaking of like, sorry, you I know what's funny though about Bob Dole? Didn't Bob Dole die like three times? <laughs> oh, now you're talking some Mandela effect stuff, man. <laughs> Didn't he die like three times though? Before he, he actually died? He before he, he before he died? Oh, what was the guy that ran when Clinton was running, or was it when George when G W was running? You're talking about cre- Gore? Are you talking about Gore? No, he had the creepiest freaking smile, man, I could ever imagine. He was an independent. Dukakis, or green. No, Dukakis, Michael Dukakis was uh, 
Democrat. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to He's pull out. I have to, dude, I have to. This is going to bother me. That's, but you know, that's that's what led me to the pirate. Led us, I think. Not, I mean, me most to begin with, because I'm just weird. But like the rest of us getting on board with the pirate aspect of it is, I'm I'm not a big fan of the label. And I was like, if you're gonna label me anything, you can you can just label me as a pirate. Like um, I think. I think the label of a pirate shows the label of the freest man to ever to ever exist on the planet. The sea people of the world were are, have always been the maybe the most lawless, but also the freest aspect of anything. You know what I mean? Like they 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 became pirates because you weren't going to hold them back from doing anything. You know what I mean? Like it was a way of life at one point in time and. We've totally had the, the one of the guys from the pirate party. It was Ross. It was Ross. Hey, it was Ross Perot. Ross Perot. Okay, I remember oh. Perot. He's a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, hold on. Was... And like I, you know, again, not trying to subscribe to a political party, but those the, the pirate party that's been coming up here in America. Those guys are, you know, those guys are pretty pretty cool actually. After getting to speak to them and stuff like that, you know, they they hold a lot of the same anarchist type values that. I guess you could label it. It was Lieberman. And <laughs> Did you, that Lieberman and then Ron. Yeah. Okay. There we go. All right. Cleared it up. Oh, oh Joe Lieberman. Yeah. Joe Lieberman. Joe Lieberman. I remember the name. I remember. <laughs> I hadn't thought about him in a long time. Uh, we're, yeah. <laughs> So, oh. so what's your? I always like to ask when everybody comes on the show, Justin. What's what's your favorite conspiracy? What, uh, what was your favorite rabbit hole, rabbit hole to go down? Oh, man! I used to I used to really be into uh, UFO aliens. That was always fun. Ooh, that's a hot one now. Interesting. Yeah, it sure is. It sure is. Um, let me see. Let me see. Um, yeah, probably aliens and UFOs, man. That that one is, and and in government stuff too, obviously, right? You know. Flags and you know all that stuff and uh, things like that. Government conspiracies, elites, and you know all that stuff. You know, so um, yeah, though probably those two. Those two is just especially after I, I received a message. You know, nothing is as it seems, and and that's why I was saying earlier. I really don't align with the political party. I mean, I was raised a Democrat. My parents were Democrats. You know, um, but now I, I would say I definitely don't support the Democrat. Like their values are just to me literally, literally trash. Uh, a lot of things that they back and, and things are going on with the Democratic Party. Um, Republicans, like you know, and, and and I probably I probably won't vote uh, in twenty four. I actually I haven't voted since two thousand and eight. You know, uh, yeah, I don't. I just I just I don't, I don't believe in it, man. It's it's just a shit show. It's, it's to me, it's just a shit show. It's all controlled. If anything, if I were to vote, if anything, it would be like local stuff, you know, uh, you know, but and then I know you guys earlier talked about earlier. You talked about, you know, uh, going on Facebook and getting in, you know, the face of of your local politicians and things like that, mm -hmm. which is great. But yeah. I think I think I would like to see people like us start getting involved in the politics, you know, like minded people. You know, to to bring some integrity there, man. I mean, it's time. That's that's what it's time for. You know, oh, yeah. of course, if, if that's pirate party. You say what? We had a member of the uh, like a, a, a we had a member of the uh, pirate party on the show a while ago. 
Yeah, the spokesman. He was uh, based out of actually. He's based out of actually based out of Chicago. Uh, okay. Yeah. And and he's got he's on that same line. He's in this same line of thought and has a lot of as you call it there. I mean, is in, integrity in a lot of things. And you know, I, the only the only thing about that is just I, part of me is like I couldn't sell my sell myself out into that aspect. I've known some people personally that are just local dudes trying to get it. And even they come out of it telling me that it's just a money game. You know, Mm -hmm. the minute that you, the minute that you apply, the opposing side is digging far and wide on everything that you can, you know, that they can use to smear you all over the world. And if you don't raise enough money, you don't raise enough of their, you know, their sham of a vote. And, you know, I, I, The truth about voting that I've, I, I love to make vocal is that if voting actually worked the way they said it did, 80% of the population during the last presidential election said, <laughs> fuck you, we're not doing this. Right. And, and in my, my thought, that means that they shouldn't exist. Because why does, why does less than 20% of the population get to tell me what I want to do? Like I, I, I'm, and see, the thing is, I'm not a game for that there's becoming such a huge divide between those numbers now of unregistered or just people that are registered like non-voters that number is growing like every single like month people that are just like this is this is pointless i'm not gonna vote for a system like this that is being used against me you know, I mean, and, and that is, that gives me hope. And every single day you see more and more people voicing their just like disgust of the political system in America and the clown show that it is more people are voicing their opinions about that more and more online each day. That gives me hope, you yeah. know, that people are finally waking up to this. Good to see. Definitely. Oh Yeah. yeah. The internet and the old internet being a double-edged sword. Like it's, it's yeah. you know, they, they do want to use it for control. It's totally an FBI, you know, social media is totally an FBI creation, CIA, DARPA, whatever you want to call it. But like, it's also our most powerful tool. If, if what we were doing with memes and podcasts and TikTok videos and such wasn't powerful, they wouldn't be going to so far of links to shut us up. And, and that's that's the way I look at it. You know, I've 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 Bandit will tell you he's gotten three friend requests from me in one day on social media. And it's because I'm gonna keep trying to deliver that message regardless of how many times they shut my mouth. You know, persistence is key in a lot of aspects. And I I, I don't mind being called crazy, I don't mind being laughed at, I don't mind being pointed at. Like right. I'm totally I'm totally gonna keep doing it because the truth the truth is the truth, whether you want to hear it or not. You know, truth truth can totally be uncomfortable. Truth can totally make you sick. Truly can to- totally make you hate things. But you know what? It's better to know the truth than it is to be painted with rose-colored glasses and you know, mm-hmm. fed a story of complete nonsense through an idiot box on the wall like that. That <clears throat> they were right, man. TV was totally a a, a lead into that whole thing of why uncle Ted decided that he didn't, you know, need to be here with the rest of society. Ah, uncle Ted. <laughs> Where is he at? In Colorado, right? 
He's in Butner now. He He's in Butner, North Carolina. Did they, Carolina. Really, they, they, did they really release him from uh, no, ADX Florence? They moved him from Florence to Butner because Butner has better medical facilities. Uh, oh, yeah. For those who take there was active a scare to because he's to, dying uh, of cancer, isn't he? To those who have, yeah, for anyone who has an active interest in his health, yes, uh, he has uh, stage three or stage four terminal cancer, mm. and uh, it's debilitating. And uh, the yeah, big he, question that weighs on me with that is does he have a does he have a, a what? What do they call it? A, a dead man's switch. Dead man's switch. Referring. Do you to think he would have a dead man's switch, like something to release when he died? I don't know, man. He was a absolute. He was. He is one of the smartest men of the twentieth oh, century. Yeah. He, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely, one of the smartest men on the planet, or in you know modern history. Indeed. Yep. Do you? But do you think? I mean, but do you really think he would actually have something that's out there, dead man switched up, ready to go? Who knows? But we'll we'll find out in our lifetime. Yes, we will. <laughs> Maybe sooner than later. <laughs> hey, I mean, it. You know, when when reasonable men are pushed to unreasonable means, can can you blame them for? The things that they not really this year, do. but I mean, believe it or not, next year, June fourth of was it June June fourth of next year will be twenty years since Killdozer. I mean, and that again, that's that's again somebody that they've tried and tried to paint. I have conflicting a terrorist. I do have conflicting years. feelings about that, but you know. When it, what it boils down to is they definitely push that guy to the breaking to the point, end. but I do have conflicting yeah. feeling. I do have conflicting opinions about like how he, how things were handled in that whole thing, but still it really was, you know, the dude was pushed to his breaking point. And the funny thing is I was actually sitting in a war zone watching that on TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was June. Yeah, yeah. the one in Texas in two thousand and four. I was sitting in a war zone watching that on TV, going, "Whoa, I'm watching a war zone in the United States from a war zone in Iraq." <laughs> wow, that I mean, that's pretty wild, actually. Though to think about that, like that, man. So, <clears throat> so man, you know, I always like to. Make sure that I give time for the guests to plug where everybody can find them at. Like that's, I always like to make time for something like that in the evening and whatnot when we're, when we're going on about this. So where can everybody that's watching and listening find you at when you're not hanging out with us? Thanks, man. I appreciate that. So I have my website, hiddengateway.com, uh, Hidden Gateway on IG, Twitter, um, Facebook page, Hidden Gateway. They can find my uh, drop an episode every week, you know, on all the major streaming platforms. You know. What are you most active on? IG, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, right. yeah, definitely IG. Uh, don't don't post my episodes too much on YouTube anymore. You guys know how that goes with the censorship stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, but definitely uh, IG and very active on IG. And you know, my my episodes drop every week, man. And uh, 
my, my nonprofit, we've been doing a lot of good work too the last year or so. It's called Tangelic. We, uh, we help people restore their purpose. You know, I do a lot of work with the homeless people here in the, the Phoenix area as well. Oh, so. I love that. Yeah. Thank no, you. Thank that, you. That, that, you know, that's, but that, that's one of those things that you're someone out there trying to truly make a difference of things. And that's, that's the kind of stuff I like to hear, you know, like people out there doing the footwork. You, you can be a CEO of a billion dollar company that claims they're helping people. But when you're, if you're not actually out there doing it, what are you truly do, doing? You know, and, and that's, that, that's the truth about it. You know, you hear so many people talk about this rich guy and that rich guy and how much money he's donated to a cause. But when's the last time you've seen them out there getting their hands dirty and seeing what they can do to actually help people? In me, yep. in these aspects. Yes, sir. So that's and, what I'm all and about. Of course, man. I love it, man. And of course, you guys know that that anything to when it comes to finding him or anything that we have talked about tonight that I can pull up any spicy content to, I totally will. Like I try to make sure we get everything so the folks can bring back and spread that love to you and stuff, man. Like that's that's one of those things that I enjoy doing. Dude. So, um. Excuse me, I apologize. <laughs> so, man, like, what, what is there, like, is there something profound that you would like to see changed or that you're trying to change in, you know, just in your area to, you know, I, I mean, I know you're helping the home, homeless and such like that, but is there like something else you're working towards that you're, that you're hoping that you could bring like a big change to your area with? Well, with like you said, you know, the, the, the homeless the homeless thing is the big piece, but, you know, that is obviously my focus, but my, my focus is always, you know, with my podcast too, and just doing my best to stand in my, tr uh, stand in my truth, man, and to just bring that awareness to people, right? Um, you know, but I do at the same, on the other hand, I realize, you know, a lot of what I talk about is, is for those with eyes to see and ears to hear. You know, so I don't spend my time trying to convince people if if you're down with my message and what I'm trying to trying to accomplish. Hey, that's great, man. We we ride. If not. All right. You know, it's, it's, it's not for everybody. And, and that's OK. But, um, you know, it's going to be a lot of people in, in the future saying, damn, I should have should have could have would have. Right. So. Uh, but, that's, but, but that's just that's just the society we live in, you know, so, you know, that, that, that's what I do, man. And, and that's where my heart is, man. Just just giving back. You know, giving back in any type of capacity I can, man. You know, I've been so blessed, you know, in my life, and and you know, I'm blessed than more than a, than a lot of people in this world. So, you know, I, I feel as if it's my job to to be a voice for those without a voice, man, and 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 try to help people better themselves in some type of capacity in their life. So, hey, man, that's that's a beautiful thing. There's nothing wrong with taking the teachings and things that you've learned and spread them on to other people. So, I think that's. That's what I'm all about, too. That's what I love having these conversations with all the amazing people that have joined us on here, including yourself, man. You know, it's 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 great to talk to people making a difference and great to talk to people that have real world experience. Like that's that's the most important thing there is conversation. If we would all just spend some more time having a conversation with each other, enjoying a beer with each other and enjoy, mm -hmm. go enjoy a beer with strangers. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. And just see, just see what comes of it. You never know how much of a difference in someone's life you can make just by giving them an ear for a minute. You know, it, it's it's an amazing thing to stand, <clears throat> deliver an appliances. I deal with a lot of 
widows and widowed men, you know, that are just trying to make it by and they just want an ear to talk to. And yeah. I, I personally think, I personally think spending 20 extra minutes listening to what they got to say is worth that 20 minutes of my day because they, one, they're going to have something wise to tell me usually. And two, you know, you're, you're making a difference in that one person's life. And even if it's just that one person, that's that person we were talking about earlier in the show. You, you changed that one person's life for that day. You know, you made them smile or helped them get something off their chest. You were that therapy that, we're trying to be here for ourselves in a sense, you know, it's, it's conversation is a beautiful thing. We were given a voice and I think it's better to use it than it is to type it away because it, things are lost in translation. It's shown, shown throughout historical text. Things are lost in translation. It's better to hear it and see it than it is to try to read it. I think. We'll see. So, so we have this fun new segment in, of the show that I've started here recently that's here as we're getting close towards the end where I use an AI generator to come up with some of the most ridiculous questions I can come up with on the internet to ask people that are here joining me. And, you know, the thing, the thing that it does, it usually pulls up multiple questions at once and I try to look for the best one in there. And if it's not as good as I like it, we'll always move on to another one. But, I think tonight's are going to be pretty good, so I'm really excited for this one. And, of course, Bandit and Neptune, feel free to be, be ready and answer these questions as well because I love these crazy I always questions. do. It's, I always it's do. It's something fun, man. It's something fun. So, so what would you do if you found a dead body in a hotel room? <laughs> Damn, these are crazy questions, huh? What would I do if I found a, a dead body in a hotel room? Yes. I'd ask, I'd ask for a different room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I asked for a different room. But I you know, of course, I'm 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 looking for some ID, man. I'm calling nine one one, calling the truck. <laughs> I'm not I'm not the type of person to pull up my phone and start taking pictures of your ID live or anything like that. You know? It's not my style, so <laughs> you know. what you got, Bandit? Since I am, I am, you know, I have learned to mind my own business. Okay. Um, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to wrap it up in the shower curtain, throw it over the balcony. Um, the question is like, how, cause a lot can happen. Like, this is a very vague thing. Like how long has it, it been there? Yeah, has it been true. there? Has it this been there a, a long time? I mean, this is a fresh body, you know, hotel room. So if I'm going to a hotel room, I'm probably... A little if they died of natural causes and it just happened, my first thought is, why did they... Why didn't room service turn the room before I checked in? You know, did room service in turn <laughs> open the door and go, you know what? Not today. This ain't my job. This ain't my job. And I, shut I, the door I, and go to the next room. I can see people doing that. Yeah, you know, I have a I have a lot of questions to go along with this. You know, I think I would probably grab the liquor if it has some liquor. Because <laughs> I'm not kidding, okay? I'm not kidding when I say this. Can we pour out some liquor for them? Yeah, can I'm not kidding when I say this. I've stayed in some roach motels that, no joke, could have been previous crime scenes. Yeah, yeah I hear you. Yeah, like I've you. 
I've delivered appliances in previous crime scenes. Like yeah, after- yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I bet, you know, I, I just I've stayed in hotel rooms. Like, and the, and another thing is like, why did I decide to stop in a neighborhood where there's a dead body in a hotel? You know, why did I check into a hotel that there's a dead body in there? Why there's so many other. <laughs> <laughs> Bandit's getting philosophical well, with this one. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, my my apologies. I didn't mean for it to go that way for you, Bandit. You're gonna. Be oh, no, 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 man. I'm gonna mind my own business. <laughs> I'm gonna mind my own business on this, and probably go like get a refund and go find another hotel. If I have to have an, a correct, like a straight up answer, <laughs> I'm probably <laughs> going to open that and go. You know what? I don't need this. I'm tired. And I want to go to sleep in a room that doesn't have a dead body in it. So I'm going to go get a refund and say, hey, you know what? I just got a phone call before I even got to my room. I want a refund and I'm going to go like this. This ain't me. <laughs> Neptune? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've got the same answer as Bandit. I'm pulling the E4 sham shield right now. I'm going to say that I'm <laughs> walking same, right I, back I, down and saying, I, uh, yeah, sorry, something <laughs> come up and not my fucking problem. <laughs> yep. Yeah, man. Well, I, 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 <laughs> no, I, I actually like where tonight's questions went. So I'm totally going to throw you guys the second question that came up in the random generation. Okay. Two, what, two <clears throat> questions do think, tonight. Do you think fish have a thirst for water? Hell no. Do people, <laughs> do people have a thirst for air? Yes. Oh fuck! I mean, the guy for water life would just be too good for a fish, right? I don't know how. If if humans (laughs) need oxygen to survive, and fish need water to survive, but humans drink water, do fish drink oxygen? I don't know what to do with this. (laughs) They do. They drink. What the water is oxygenated. Oh man, I don't know what to do with this. Jimmy, I don't like these questions tonight. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, go all right run, well, run a third. Run a third. Run the third. I'll give you the run third. Because, so, again, this thing, tonight's, tonight's that we're using is made by Parade.com. You guys can check it out. It's it's a random, funny question generator by Parade.com's AI. Um, I, I'm just plugging them just because that's the one I'm using tonight. I try to plug the ones that I use every night. And this one gives me three for every time that I hit the button. And the last one that it has is why aren't they using blanks if it's friendly fire? Why aren't they what? using blanks? friendly fire isn't friendly. <laughs> the so only thing more know. accurate, the only thing more accurate than incoming enemy fire is incoming friendly fire. Yeah. Made me think of Pat Zillman. Ooh, I now I can always hit that's a rabbit hole. You know, I saw a girl, I saw I saw a family at of all places, uh the local Dollar Tree here. Um I think it was the wife was wearing a remember Pat Tillman shirt and all right. Since that one went, that is a rabbit hole that is best used. That is best saved (laughs) for another discussion. That's saved for an entire episode, which we would definitely love to have you back for something based on that. We might even be able to pull a whole episode (laughs) off on that subject alone. (laughs) Like that's that's to be true. (laughs) But 
But so I, I hit it again just because that last one I thought even myself was super. All weird, three so. of those were dark, man. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, I have dark humor. So Jesus. The the first one in this new set is why do you think the boxing ring is square? Jeff. Huh. The boxing ring is square. Fail. Because a box is square. All right. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to roll with Bandit, man. I like that. I like that. Neptune, any, any input on that? Why is a boxing ring square yeah. and, and not a circle? I mean, a sumo ring's a circle. Wrestling, real wrestling rings are a circle. It, yeah, that, that's true. And karate, it's a circle. You're boxing in a box. What is what is MMA? Oh, that's an octagon, is yeah. It's an octagon. You're boxing yeah. in a box. It's still, it's still a circle. I don't know. I, I, well, I don't know how to answer this. One. <laughs> I know. That's what I was like. <laughs> yeah. I, so I, I guess I got to go with them. I don't know how to answer yeah. that. I mean, and that's, I think that's the joy of playing around with these things is to me, it shows how ridiculous that this AI really still truly is. Like it's still, it's still totally a toy. Sure. The art aspect of it's getting a little out of line and there's a few things that are kind of crazy, Whoa. but if you really everything about a, it, everything about it is getting out of hand. I mean, there is already evidence that, um, some of these AIs, uh, are sure, sure. teaching I'm, themselves. I'm, I'm, Things that they were originally not prompted to do. And the thing is, is they're learning these things in other languages. I'm, I'm not denying that Terminator's on the way. Like, that's totally where this society is going to lead because, you know, I'll quote him. I'll quote him myself. Neptune won't quote him tonight, you know, but like. The industrial consequence, <laughs> the industrial revolution and its consequences have been a disaster for the industrial You know, they have Robocop in Chicago now. And oh. <laughs> hey, tell me that fucking that in Robocop, right. yeah, Tell me Robocop didn't fucking predict that one. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. But but like at the at, at the same time, I still see a promise. You know, like I still see I, I guess I still have hope. You know, call me silly, call me goofy, but I still I still see the hope in all of it and like homeschooling my children and knowing all these other people that are doing the same thing and stuff like that and unschooling them from the government document indoctrination that they've had at a young age is a beautiful thing because you are helping create the next round of rebellious monsters that are never going to deal with the ty tyrannical nonsense that's going on. So, you know, there, there's hope in my ass <laughs> from my, my perspective. Excuse me. <laughs> but everything aside, man, I have had a fantabulous time with you this evening. You Thank are you, always you are always more than welcome to come back over here and hang out on the show with us. Like we we always love return guests, man. And especially if you want to jump in deep into another subject and stuff like that, you know, because we can definitely go on to all kinds of great things. You yeah. Know, one thing I would like to talk about too, man, is is when you guys brought up uh, Uncle Ted, uh, that guy who did the shootings back in a few years back. Uh, L.A. former LAPD, uh, Christopher Dorner. Ah, uh, can't corner the Dorner, man. 
Yeah. No. Yeah, man. Like that's that's more of those people though that I mean they're they tried to warn us. Yeah. Yes. They they tried to warn us and of course the media is going to demonize them. That's something that I've always seen. Pay attention to the people they're demonizing. And I know this is going to be super controversial, but like why doesn't the history channel translate the Hitler speeches? Hmm. Wow. Ask yourself that. Wow. It's a good I've, question. I've asked I think. myself similar regarding Hitler. I'm not even going to get into it right now. But that's, Me that's either, but there's some interesting things there. We've done whole episodes on him escaping to Argentina. So wow. like, there's, there's some interesting things there that are left out. And these are parts of history people should dig around more in the best that they can because there is some awfully weird things going on in that time of Germany that people aren't ever yeah. taught of that that are real interesting to read. I think like it, it's, it's super controversial. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing is as it seems. Like that's, I live by that. Man, that's a great quote. That's a great quote, and I I love, I love that, that you live by that. So, of course, you guys know that. Again, once again, you know, I will have all kinds of great links and stuff to get back. But don't forget, we're still doing our awesome, fantabulous, unconstitutional awakening sticker giveaway, where all you have to do is answer my nightly pirate question over at unconstitutionalawakening.com underneath the episode that we're doing for the evening. And, you know, I know there's, I've found some of you folks out there on Spotify and Rumble and even Podbean answering the questions, and that's cool. I will eventually find you, but please totally hop on over to the website. It's easier for me to get in contact with you that way. So tonight's multiple choice pirate question, because I love trying to make it easy with for you guys, man. It's got to be easy. I just want to give these stickers away. I can't give them away enough. So tonight's question is, if you quarrel with a brother pirate, how be the way to resolve the quarrel? Pistols, pistols and swords at sunrise, pistols and swords on the shore, bare knuckles, or a drinking contest? You can answer that with A, B, C, or D over at unconstitutionalawakening.com and get yourself some free stickers. So before we do sign out for the evening, I like to go around and ask everybody if they've got any final words of the night. So, Justin, you're the guest, and I'd like to start with you. Is there anything you'd like to say to everybody before we close out? Well, first and foremost, I just want to thank, thank you three guys for having me on. You guys are awesome. I really enjoyed this. You guys have a phenomenal show. Keep grinding. Keep being successful, man. Uh, definitely wish you guys nothing but continued success, man. So uh, with that being said, I just uh, want to tell everybody to, um, if you don't already, have a mind of your own, right? You don't have to follow the crowd. You don't have to go off what media is telling you or what you read online or what you're, what you're, what these, these puppets are telling you when they're in front of the cameras, right? Let's not be, um, you know, uh, frozen mentally, if you will. Let's be independent thinkers. Let's do our research. Let's dig deep, you know? Um, analysis paralysis is probably the, one of the worst things that you can do to yourself. Inform yourself. Don't expect anybody to do anything for you. Don't expect the savior to come and, and make life better for you. Get out there and grind. Bring your success to yourself and your family. Shape your own reality. Input equals out- output. The more you put into something, the more you're going to get out of it. You know, flat out. Go out there. Leave a footprint on this world. Vibrate high. And live life to the fullest. That's beautiful, man. I, I don't think I could say that any better myself at all. That that's some good wise stuff coming from him over there, man. You guys make sure you get over there and check out his show and everything he's got going on, man. I do follow his Instagram. 
definitely where he's super active at if you want to give it a good laugh and also check out some serious stuff at the same time. He's got it going on over there, man. And I I can't I appreciate what you're doing, man. I you're the kind of people that are making making change in the world and making waves and it's a beautiful thing. And I hope you keep on trucking yourself. It's what we need, man. So what you got for me, Bandit? Oh, I know I've been absent the last couple of days, but it the, the weather has been a huge factor in that. And I'm sorry, man, but hey, it's good to be back. It is. I'm glad you're here. It's funny you showed up and everybody else disappeared. There's no Luis tonight. Ox was here recently. Hell, even Kelkel's been hanging out recently. And then you just scared them all off, man. I have that effect on a lot of people. <laughs> Oh no! It's it's. I'm I'm glad you're back in here this evening, man. I'm looking forward to. No, nah, it's good on. to be you know, here, man. Got, it's good to be here. I ain't got nothing. I'm I'm. We you know. We hey, this is ongoing, and we've always got new and interesting people to talk to. And the best thing I do like about it is inviting people on return guest things, you know, because there's always more to talk to, and there's always additional faces that even yourself tonight, Justin, that you didn't get to speak to. I'm sure would love to conversate with you, man. We we love getting into some a little bit of spiritual talk on top of, you know, ayahuasca, DMT, and so much more, man. So again, I, I definitely am gonna have that out there for you to come back again. So it's it's it, there, there's no telling where these conversations go, and sometimes the room is so big it's insane because there's like six seven people in here at once and you don't know what even going on so it but it makes for good it makes for good content i think so neptune you got anything good for me tonight butter yeah as usual i try to find a uh quote that's meaningful to the episode i think i got the perfect one for tonight the man who asks a question is a fool for a minute the man who does not ask is a fool for life Mm. Excellent. Nice. Nice. Uh, you know, that's a that's another one of those great points, man. And again, I can't thank everybody out there watching and listening enough for everything y'all do, holding us together and keeping us going. So y'all keep on interacting with us. And we're going to keep on interacting back with you. You're always welcome to get in the DMs. If you think you've got a voice, that has got something important to say, man. This is the platform to do it. I love talking to you. Like that's, that's just how we make a difference in the world. So just reach out and do it. Don't forget to check out everything we got going on over at unconstitutionalawakening.com. And I thank each one of you guys on the panel tonight for joining me tonight. And I think it's time we weigh anchor and uh, get out of the here for the evening. So good night, everyone. We'll see you next time. Sorry, I have trouble stopping the recording. And-